Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. This is the morning sickness. It's 545. How you doing? My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And waking up today to all the fun and frivolity and the great weather and everything else, totally clouded by that awful thing that happened in Maine last night. Just brutal. And you don't want to start a day off thinking about that stuff, but I'm human and I can't help it. And there's just nothing you can do about it. Turning your TV on and seeing they turn a bowling alley into a shooting gallery last night. and uh, you Still know, don't have the deal. Still don't have the guy. That's got to be horrifying. Can you imagine that? They got a shelter-in-place order up there in, uh, was it Lewiston? Lewiston, Lewiston Maine. Maine. Yeah. The crazy part to me is last night I was watching. I we, we did band rehearsal. I was having fun. The guys, we always have a great time. We're goofing around. I didn't know anything about it. We're done about 7, 7.30, maybe 8. We've been at it for a while. I go plop down on the couch, turn the TV on, the first thing I see. I'm like, God damn it. Takes away all the fun, just deflates the room, right? So you're sitting there watching this. And then they said the name of the guy who they have interest, Robert Card is his name. 40-year-old Robert Card. They got pictures. They got all that stuff. Then they said they want to be careful not using his name too much in case it's not him. And I'm thinking, well, well, I'm thinking, well, yeah, well, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm Robert Card and I didn't do this, I'm making phone calls like fast and quick going, hey, guys, yeah. I'm right here at the house. You want to come by? Check that's me out. True. I don't know how it is. How the, why whoa, that's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, yeah, if, they, if I'm watching there, the news and I'm like, Jesus, this is in my hometown. And we're pretty sure it's this guy. I'm like, whoa, yeah, no, I just got released from a mental institution. There's definitely eyes on me. I didn't do this. And then I'd have him come by. You know, you can do the little swab on my hand to see if I fired a gun recently. Yep. And all, all that stuff. I'd, I'd be volunteering my name to say, oh, the guy we think it is, it is in him. It's his doppelganger or something. It's him. But the news has to be so careful not to, you know, in case it's the wrong fella. Jesus Christ, wouldn't you, wouldn't one of you guys call and go, John, at least make a phone call. Yeah, he's not answering his phone. He just made clearly, like, if I'm on the news and it's saying that I did this, you, I, I, you have my permission to call the news and go, okay, I don't know where he is either, but yeah, that's him. Like, t- tattle on me. Not you, Brady. Brady, 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 you're not not doing it. You should wrap me out for blowing up 40 (laughs) people. It was crazy. So I'm sitting there thinking, well, yeah, it's him. He's a firearms instructor. He just got out of a mental institution for hearing voices and telling people he was going to shoot up a National Guard. Yeah, this is the guy. Good thing they let him out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to open up the loony bins. I mean, that's it's going to open up gun debates and all this other stuff. I thought those thoughts were long gone. That's why they let him out. It was two weeks ago. Loony bin. (laughs) Looney bins, loads of them, and you start out. You the 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 factory of long arm coats needs to be uh, out there some more. And maybe the law, who knows, where they they can't keep him in any longer. Well, he checks himself in. Yeah. You're voluntary. Yep, check him. But the, you know, once somebody says, "I'm thinking maybe going on a shooting spree," there should be some sort of hold on that fella for a little while. I think you know, eh, we're going to keep you in this coat for a tick. 
They used to be able to do it to anybody that acted stupid. If you started going bananas in your neighborhood, people would show up and take you away. Remember the song, They're Coming to Take You Away? Uh-huh. Yeah. That was a common thing. They just, when you got out of hand, you got the long arm coat. And the long, I haven't even seen jokes about the long arm coat for a long time. But if I started to tell people, you know, guys, I'm thinking maybe of shooting something up, like, I'm going to do it. You guys should want me in a long arm coat. My friends should check me in and say he's definitely, and lie. If I say it once, if somebody in your office says, I'm going to shoot up a building, I'm going to do this probably pretty soon, and I'm hearing voices, so then go to the police and say he's been saying it for weeks. Make it bigger than it actually is. Exaggerate. Similar to uh, joking about uh, a bomb in the airport. Exactly. Anytime you start making, like, I've been hearing these voices, and you're like, are you, Todd, are you serious? Yeah. I need some help. I'm going to go, you know, yeah. You go in the long arm coat room for a while. For a while. Like, it's a mandatory month in the long coat. Let me strap you up a little bit. Cuckoo's nest. We need more cuckoo's nest. I, I, it's just it's it's weird when we have those moments when we say we had them, and we you know we we saw and again social media is another one when you start making those comments. It's it's a freedom of speech issue, but at a certain point, threats are not freedom of speech. That's not protected. So, is it a threat to say I'm thinking about doing this? It's not a crime yet, but Jesus Christ, man. how many? Looney tunes, do we have to go out there and go, well, we just got to make sure his mental health is... I mean, that's where the... uh, in a long coat. You know, like, restraining orders come in, and that's all the police can do. Like, until something actually happens, we can't move it. But, again, we do have... We used to have loony bins, lots of them. And And they started shutting those down. They're packed. No, they're shut down. Build more. They shut down how they do it. Like, you've got the thing down on 24th Street, and... Van Buren, and that's mainly for criminals who have been yeah. you know, insane. You can still check yourself in, or you can still have somebody check you in. But you can leave any time. The olden days, the loony bins on top of them, they're not packed. They're, they closed tons of them. There is room in the Athens oh, Mental Health loads. Center up in uh, Ohio University. Yeah, you've got one they on your... 17,000 people there at one time. And that's because they used to do it right. You started misbehaving, they looked at you and went, nah, this one's not fitting in. And it isn't about wearing goth clothes because that's as conformist as you can get. It isn't about your tattoos. That's as conformist as you can get. It's about being an outlier in society. We notice them. We notice the ones that are like, okay, that's way out. We all have. We have a guy in our office. Everybody does that. You're like, if he says the wrong thing, I need a long coat on that guy. We don't do the long coats enough. If I was president, that would be one of the first things I did. Re-establish long coat uh, applications. Might cut down on the uh, potentials of zones, creating zones like we have downtown. Yes. Well, it would also stop Karens from feeling so entitled to start flipping out at targets on everybody. You start doing that at a target in olden days, people coach showed up. You start losing your mind over, you know, what's on going the airlines. on. You start screaming on a plane. <laughs> Instagram famous. Long coat. And you're embarrassed. And that's your Instagram picture. You're long coated out of a room. And then people went, oh, we went nuts. They came for the, the long coat, and they strapped him up, and they got him out of there. We had a long coat in Lowell, Indiana once. Some dude was walking up and down the road, two streets up. I lived on, we had streets, we lived in something called Indian Heights. I don't know if that's still a place in Lowell, Indiana. But my, I lived Probably on, not anymore. I lived on Navajo. There was Comanche, Apache, Cherokee. All the roads were named yeah. after tribes. Cool. But Indian Heights, was it cool? <laughs> like Indian Heights, Indiana was kind of, hmm. I mean, it's Indian. It's still in Indiana. Indiana. It's though, Indiana, right? regardless. It's meth heights. Yeah. Anyway, but a guy was walking up and down the street. He was uh, stoned or drunk or something. 
started screaming about killing his girlfriend and everything. We stood out there and watched a truck show up and put him on the ground and put a long coat on him and stuffed him in the back. I remember being, uh, I was probably a sophomore in high school, and it was 4th of July, and getting ready to go outside, and there's uh, a neighbor having a party down the street, and the one guy going to the party, you know, the cars were parked along the road. He's about five houses down, parked. He gets out in the front lawn and starts reenacting. Uh, he's in the rice fields. He's battling. He's a war vet. Yeah. And just started. It was right. we got to keep an eye on these guys. They've been through. They've seen. Th- like, I've got friends who are, are war veterans. They are been through some serious, weird, visual stuff that we can't imagine as people just sitting here letting them fight for us. Uh, and as normal as both of these guys are, they go through bouts of just nightmarish visualizations and if they start having moments we need to keep our eyes on them special i was lucky because i i almost went outside because i heard them rice fields where are the rice fields yeah you don't want to start talking about rice fields <laughs> nom nom guys coming up the minute nom like guys like starts playing with his minute rice a little bit too much you're like all right uh, i see what's going to long coat i'd long coat everybody I'd go overboard with it, but we don't have, like, guns don't just get up and start shooting, and I know people who want to have a gun law, and, you know, it's debatable. I'm not saying it's off the table. It's debatable. I don't like it. It doesn't mean that you can't say it, but let me have my piece, too, because I think it's Looney Tunes that we're not paying enough attention to. I think Looney Tunes are the problem. More than guns, we have a thing with people's brains, and we're coddling it too much. It needs to be, it used to be embarrassing. I remember that dude, I think it was on a, uh, a Comanche. I was four or five years old. And the thing I remember most was them bagging his head. It scared me to death. They knocked him down and they shoved a bag over his head because I guess it's a spit bag or something. They just covered his head, wrestled him down to the ground, and they had no qualms about it. They just took this boozer to the ground, strapped him up, and the next thing you know, he's walking around. And I, the long arms are hanging. They hadn't strapped him up yet. You long arm coat a guy. And it was very stereotypical. I didn't even know we had Looney Bin guys in Lowell, Indiana. I don't know where they came from. It wasn't even the, the police were there. They didn't do anything. I thought it was cool, and the reason my friend Mark and I, Mark Cassius, not the same Mark, I haven't been hanging out with the same <laughs> Mark in every Jesus. day. Mark Cassius ended up homosexual, and we used to play. Uh, it was a strange thing. I think I, had a, I think I may have been a catalyst for that. It's because uh, when we were kids, my cousin, uh, the oldest, she was an older girl, wanted to see our pee-pees. And we stood in the closet. This is an aside. Uh, went into the closet and uh, showed her our pee-pees. Yeah. We were like five. She was like eight. And they're like, all right, we're going to see your thing now. So we just stood in the closet naked. And I noticed that Mark wanted to touch stuff with his. It was weird. Like tap the bag? We didn't tap the bag. I mean, we had little five-year-old pee-pees. But I have a feeling that's when Mark went, yeah. If I had to choose, I'll take the left. And that was me. He didn't like my cousin Kelly. He kept eyeballing me. Evidently, she must evidently. have been hideous. It <laughs> could have been good looking. Five-year-old me, though, was probably my peak as far as looks. Totes adorable. Look, four, five. four or five-year-old Johnny was, oof, man, this kid's going places. Like, I was Macaulay Culkin cute, and then I turned into Macaulay Culkin. But, yeah, me and Cassius were, you know, hanging out. They didn't have fences in Indiana. You could see the cop car go, oh, cop car. We never saw cop cars in that little town. We ran over, stood in my Aunt Joan's front yard and watched this thing go down. And some loony tune. Strapped him up, took him away. I was just there to see the bubblegum machine on top of the cop cars. I thought those were cool. Strap him up. Somebody at your office starts talking about killing people. Call the white coats. Then that van showed up. I still, to this day, I, I need to ask my aunt and uncle about that back in Indiana. Like, where did the loony bin people come from? 
There might be one close by I didn't know about when I was little. They just showed up and took some dude away. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, there had to have been a facility in that. Has to be. It wasn't that long as I, as I remember it being a little boy, and I don't know, time probably didn't matter. It didn't take long for people. To, it all seemed to happen very quickly. But the bag over his head scared me. I had bad dreams about bag over the head guy coming to get me. It was it was scary. But I, it, it makes me think of that uh, Batman Scarecrow. Yeah, Scarecrow. And that's what well, Scarecrow was a kind of a, ooh, I know that. That's what Scarecrow was supposed to be bad. This was just a dude that lived in our neighborhood whose probably girlfriend did something stupid. And uh, guys don't handle that well, and we go off the we go off the rails. I think it actually after a breakup, every man should be required to spend two weeks in the long coat, just in case. Because usually the story of a dude going nuts is the girl broke up with him, she met someone else. Uh, it, uh, women handle that a lot better than we do. They don't go off the rails and start shooting stuff up. Yeah, but they usually I had some growing cut up, their you know, hair. in high school. There's some buddies that definitely went. Do some hard breaks, but nothing like that. Just in case, though. Yeah, no, no, no I'm not it saying everybody's like gonna. Changed. But just in case, just, it, it's you know, there's been dudes who destroy property, and it, it, from every crime on, usually there's a guy, the guy, the you know, the fire chief that ended up trying to have sex with that lamb. Yeah, was because he was tired of his wife. She'd done something stupid, and he left. He's, he's he abandoned humanity to have sex with animals, and he got caught. Well, you hear what the uh, Alaskan Airlines guy is blaming it on? He was on mushrooms. Yeah, for four, didn't sleep for 40 hours. Right. Why, though? Was there, did he say that prior to that, it was some chick was driving him nuts? Yeah. We don't know. handle it well. Are you trying to create a world of twinks now? Because, <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, you're breaking up with your girl and you got to go to long yeah. Look, I'll tell you this. I mean, Man up. I don't know. If Matthias just told you tomorrow, you know what? I'm done with you. We're done. I don't like you anymore. I don't want to be here. I'm keeping you in a long coat for a couple weeks. <laughs> I want you in a long coat for at least two weeks. Fourteen days just prove to me that you're like, I can I'm fine, guys, I'm good. It's like, all right, you should you should volunteer. Like, yeah. Those moments where I should probably I'm thinking a little bit, I'm not really in my I've seen you through a divorce. Oh yeah. You know, you were stable enough, but you were emotionally not correct. I've been through it. I know it's not an embarrassment. I had it. I held a knife up in the air alone once and went, God yeah. In the kitchen for no reason, and put it back. I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, I you just because you're losing your stuff, your house is maybe going away. You're every, you're embarrassed. It's it's miserable. Yeah, I did. I remember standing with that big butcher knife, just <laughs> making crazy guy noises. I'm like, what's going on? I caught myself, but that would have been a long coat moment. I probably should have done me some good, take a little two week vacation for myself. I had to forge through. I remember making phone calls, seeing things I'd have never said. I'm fine. You know, I'd just slaughter everybody. Click. I told uh, my ex-wife, I'm fine with you doing what you're doing. But if that idiot comes to my house, even as a friendly guy, he could be the nicest guy in the world. I'm chopping his head off. John, don't say things like that. I will cut his head off. He's, he's stealing my house. I don't care that he's got you. He's stealing my house, this prick. Because this dude that interloped into my life. Hey, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Wicked hot. Wicked hot tuna. <laughs> Smell my fingers. You know it. Thanks, Bruce. I don't care that you're banging her. I didn't want to anymore anyway. But for Christ's sake, I got to buy my own house back. Like, ah, I got to get that knife. <laughs> I had delusional thoughts of Geneva, chop- get in the car. I wasn't murderous. <laughs> I wanted to not have to deal with this. It wasn't about them. 
honestly, that didn't bother me. It was all about me dealing with my crap, and I was not in my right mind several times. So going back, you would put yourself in a... Absolutely. Two-week yeah. week loony bin long coat. Just go, Jesus Christ, man, these thoughts. Because when your arms are strapped behind you, and you're like, ah, I gotta chop his head off, you're like, <laughs> can't do anything about that. You're, you're helpless, and you're like, all right, I'll knock that off. And then you, 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 you're left with your own thoughts, and your only th- thing you can do is think... You're either going to go goofy one direction or you're going to calm yourself down. And most people will calm themselves down. But, yeah, break up. So if you're we saying, should volunteer it. I understand what you're saying. But if if the statistics were 99% of the people know how to deal with this. And they aren't. Then everyone goes on a straitjacket. Yeah. I've been on the phone with you after a breakup. You called me for some reason. That's not right mind nonsense. You don't talk to me after that. <laughs> yeah, but there you was should no. have been in a long coat for even dialing that last number. When you hit the nine, boop, you call John and get, get some sensibility out of this. I'm like, what's going on? And what did I do? I'm like, that bitch, knock her off. <laughs> then you get the wrong phone call. And some guy's like, we can handle this. I've watched a lot of Dateline. Most of the time, there's a phone call. A guy's not in his right mind, calls a friend. He's like, well, you shouldn't have to tolerate any of that. You're right. She's crazy. And you end up slaughtering somebody. Look, it's something. All I'm saying is, yeah, we can argue it down to there's too many guys who handle it well versus too many guys who don't. But we have a mental health problem. We're not putting enough people in long coats for behavior that used to get you in a long coat. I'm with you about uh, if there's lack of facilities, let's... Start opening up more. There aren't lack of facilities. There was a full-on closure and change in the way we handled mental health about 10 years ago. Uh, maybe even longer than that. Uh, it's, it was a full-on, like, this is not how we deal with things for people. They need help. And so we, you know, pilled them up. You should just set them up in neighborhoods, whether they're drive through or whatever, snap clinics. Yeah. If you well, think you're going to snap, drive in. Well, people who think help? they're going to snap are going to snap. Yeah, I know. And if you think you, they're not the ones, that, it's us that call the long coats. We just need, it's a whole industry. It's a new job. It's a revenue source. We have a bunch of unemployed people out there strapping up long, long coat gangs. You see people walking up and down the road. You should, think, when you go home today, when you see somebody go, Ooh, long coat for that guy. How many people would you put in long coats just visually? I drive to a lost our home pet rescue. And uh, Amy goes with me, and we have an intersection we go to that we're like, all right, let's see what crazy happens on this one. Dude was going into the jack-in-the-box on, I think it, I don't even know the streets, if it's university and priest, whatever, we're, I don't know where we're at. And uh, it's just gotten so habitual, I don't even know what roads I'm on. But there's a jack-in-the-box, and a guy was in a skirt, looked like a Grand Theft Auto. A man in a skirt that didn't go all the way down in thong underwear that was way off to the side. And his butthole was just extraordinarily out because he was so thin balls, you know, strap on the side. He's got lipstick on his face, and he's walking down the side of the road. And I'm like, now where's the phone call to Looney Bin this dude? Clearly. Clearly. Exactly. Yep. Clearly he needs a call. His freedoms are not being... You know, he's, he, you got to call the police. The police have to go over and go, all right. Oh, you guys are drunk. Would somebody please call? Oh, yeah, well, no. We've got. In the old days, you would. I would have. There's no one to call. I'm not going to bother the cops. Who do you? I call the cops and have him move his thong back over his butt. Yeah. Well, that's it. Not doing anything other than exposing himself. You got, you got people that want to cut their dicks off and walk around. And we have to go, that's totally normal. And, yep. And, and not, it's not all totally normal. Sometimes it is. But a lot of times it's not. Look, we see it every morning, several times a day, looking out this window, yes. walking down 57th Looney Street. Bin, long coat that oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> yes. We need the long coat providers. We need the Burlington Long Coat Factory out driving around again. 
like some sort of an old radio prize patrol team. You need those old bands. Yes, just rolling around. Just like, what's the phrase that pays? leeches. <laughs> put them in a long coat. I come from California yeah. to give you the age. I should have been in a long coat, and I just ran away. Now, that was back in the days where long coats used to apply. I come all the way from Los Angeles to give you the A's. I'm like, that guy should be in a long coat. And pants. He had no pants on. We got a we got a long coat necessity and a lack of long coats. Put them in them. I'm tired of tired. Like it's it's it seemed like such a long kind of stretch of like hey, uh, we're not doing this this often. You this know the problem with that crazy though, is I could only imagine the nightmare of uh, the long coat crew then saying oh they gotten a problem roughed up the suspect. Oh, they're pecking know, on people and everybody's a victim. You got to wear cameras. But again. If we as a society stopped being such pussies and said, well, you shouldn't have been screaming and yelling at the target. Why'd they have to take me down? Because you were acting like an asshole and we long-coated you. Knock it off. Well, who are you to say? We all agree you're an asshole. That's why you're a meme. If you ever become a meme, you get two weeks in the long coat. How about that? If you do meme-like behavior, two weeks in a long coat. You break up with a girl. You're like, Your friend should be like, I don't like what Brett's talking about. Maybe we just killed her. Yes, maybe. Okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to make one phone call, long coat you for two weeks. We should all have one in our closet for when friends come over. She's leaving, man. All right, sit down. Let me put you in the long coat. Zip. We'll talk about this, but we're going to talk about it with your arms strapped behind your back like Houdini. If you can get out of it, kudos, tip of the cap. But I don't think you're going to. Long coats. More of them. I'd volunteer for a long coat after a breakup. Again, I've been through. The, the the divorce, I was normal. I, society would have never known that when I went home, I wanted to just cut people up. One person in particular. And it was every time I get a letter that said, here's how much your house is worth. Without commission, this is the check you're going to have to write to keep it. God damn it, i got to cut that guy's head off. <laughs> mother costing me a fortune. I don't want Celtic, Celtic season tickets. <laughs> Why are they mailing this to me? <laughs> hey, Johnny. Go see him. The Celtics coming to town. Got your tickets. Meanwhile, I'm going to f*** your wife. All right, thanks. You can do that all day. Can I have my house without paying? I had to buy my own house back. For myself. Because she needed money to go be with someone else. That doesn't make sense. I want to put me in a long coat thinking about it now. You got through it. You think normal thoughts are in my head when I say, God damn it, I'll kite up one more? That's not a normal guy thinking. That's long coat behavior. I mean, it's a great joke. But... Anyway, we have a long coat problem. We're not putting enough people in them. People are feeling way too free to just lose their minds in public. Where it used to be like, I mean, my dad would say, hey, quiet down there, you're going to get in a long coat. You start losing it, and that's part of being a member of society, is to keep it together in the weirdest times. We're going to sit and talk about banning guns, and that's where normal people, like you're saying, 99% of the problem, they don't have a problem. Well, 99% of gun owners don't do anything wrong, and they're yeah. the ones that are going to get punished, yep. too. So well, start putting these freak shows in long jackets and stuffing them in cars and driving them around going, this is what happens to you when you start acting like an asshole. And you know, sit down for a couple of weeks, and it's not arresting. You're going to be able to leave in 10 days, but just stay in the coat. We'll feed you some sauce. You'll be fine. Boss sauce? No, Brady, it's not a time to advertise. <laughs> That's for the giraffes. Right. They've all had some um, medicine in there or something. Oh, they'll med you up. 
You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, it didn't take much before to get you into a loony bin. I had oh, a- free drugs? Man, our, our promotions department's going <laughs> to all be in long coats. Running up and yeah. down the street flipping out. Not the good stuff. Yeah. Long coats. That's what we got a problem with. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to admit it. We all got soft on lunatics. Started letting people do too much. Now, I don't want to live in North Korea, but I also don't want to live in a place where, you know, we need a little North Korea now and again. That's a great t-shirt. Everybody needs a little North Korea now and again. We need uh, structure and organization. We're a society of nutballs. We can't just be, you know, we say freedom, but uh, there's a certain responsibility to that. And it's to make sure that you're not dancing all over everybody else's freedoms. That's the thing, infringing on someone else's freedoms. Nutbags. Does it seem like it's more here in the United States than I don't know. anywhere else? I'm not anywhere else. I don't know. It feels like watch it news way, somewhere else. I bet you they feel like they're you know it's like having your favorite football team. You see all of its flaws when you follow a, a team. You're like, well, not you. You just that's all Brett sees his flaws. Yeah, but I like mean, it's, it's nothing to me. When you're close to a team, you're like, oh, this guy does that. The offensive coordinator. So you're too close to it. You know all the ins and outs and inner workings, the mechanisms of your stuff. We know that about the United States. We know everything that goes on. Do I know Mexico? No, but I know they got a problem too. It's just not rich people or or the you know the most important nation in the world so when they're firing away at each other nobody cares it's not cartel yeah it's not uh, the pre- say it's something else or- it's not warts on the pretty girl and that's essentially what we are in the world is the the beautiful nation so when we show scars or nastiness the whole world stands up and goes what's going on over there you know in mexico colombia they got shootings and slaughterings africa pfft, come on where would you rather live with shootings or there? Everybody knows where the answer is. Well, if so and so gets elected, right. I'm moving. I'm right, and yeah, they never do. Shut the f- up, lady. And the long coat for that woman. Anybody says that gets a long coat too. If that man gets in office, I'll leave. Half a Hollywood would be gone. Oh, good. It's less about picking the right politician to do what you think's right, and more about telling on people who are acting goofy, putting them in coats. We should have a number like nine one one for emergency. We'd have like well, what is it? Six one one for Halen, the album fifty one fifty. Yeah, we should dial up five one five zero. We got a crazy guy. All right, where's your crazy? I'm on Fifty Second Street, McDowell's guy screaming about I don't know bees and planets and stuff. All right, we'll be down with long coat in a second. Find out what's going on. Long coat him. You can't do this to me. Anybody who says that deserves a long coat. What are you doing? Can't do this to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're losing your mind over the long coat. You know, you deserve it. If I got, you know, somebody called and walking down the road, cops are like, we're going to put you in a long coat and have a couple words. Sure. Long coat me up for a second here. All right. Were you saying that you were going to cut someone's head off? Yes, I was. All right. We're going to keep you We're going to keep you down for a day or two. All right. That seems fair. You know what? I probably need this. A rational mind would go, this is a good idea. Because I have been saying some crazy to people lately. And I probably need to think about this. I'm going to miss a couple days of work. And then make that your mental health thing. That your work can't. You know, fire you for having two or three days in the coat. Aaron John's not going to make it in a couple. Evidently, was spouting off about chopping people's heads off again. They do it with rehab, right? Yeah, when you have a this is just a, I'm going through a little thing. Going to have to check myself in for a day or two. They, like Betty Ford, she drank too much and started a clinic. They said like the Charlie Sheen 
uh, intrusive thoughts the clinic. Winning clinic. <laughs> the tiger blood intrusive thoughts super clinics. Where just people walk around with their hands tied behind their back. And yeah, I, that was dumb. And you miss a couple of days of work, and you come back, and you go, right, and you'll never do it again because people are like, he's been in a Looney Tunes house. Everybody knows when a guy spent some time in a facility comes back, you don't look at him the same. So it would cause people to think twice about, you know, thinking they've got the rights to scream on an airplane. Anyway, this all stems from last night's craziness in Maine. And then you hear the worst part. It was like some kid's bowling event, like a youth bowling event. And God knows what's going to come out of that when you got that many victims. Brutal. So, and we had them. But again, if your name is on there, if you're sitting there eating your popcorn, Troy Hayden pops on TV and says, uh, eh, police are thinking that's this guy. It's John Holmberg. He's like, okay, I better pick up my phone and clear this up immediately. So when they say we're not sure, uh, the man in question or the uh, you know potential stuff. No, this is the dude. Like, we know it. Although they did that with poor Richard Jewell back in Atlanta. And they, yeah. they leaked his name out and ruined his life. And But they weren't sure. Hey, this one, you're pretty positive. They went and combed through his... All right, he's a firearms instructor. He's got all the guns. He was just in a nut house saying he's going to shoot stuff up. Nah. Should have kept our eyes on that guy. Then they're worried that they that he may have offed himself, and they don't. Good. They won't be able. No, but they won't be able to find him, and they're all in shelter in place. Oh, because they're out in the wooded area. Hidden. They'll find. Yeah. Him. Or he just, just keep just finds keep, a hideout. Off some. I'm sure it's probably what he did. Kicking the high grass. Well, he's probably not in Maine anymore. That's the scariest part. It's weird. I you know, and that's the thing. It, 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 call it paranoia, whatever. I when I go to Suns games, I look back at the H and H Ranch which is right there in the Palomar building. I have a high floor. You've seen it. The balcony? Yeah. It's not a balcony. It's just a window that opens. I mean, you look down from my apartment into when people are trying to go to a Suns game, it's sitting ducks. And I don't like being in those situations where you got high places and low places where people gather and loonies out there thinking this is the easiest thing in the world. These are people's residences. There's nobody checking you in at the door with, you know, metal detectors. It's your house. You're free to have what you want. You get an eyeball down on that. So I always think that, and it's a paranoia that I never thought I'd want to have, but I have it. And I'm kind of happy I do. It's like, get out of this situation. You're in a high target if something zone. were to happen, where am I going? Right. And not only that, you're standing in that pile of people and there's a road right there. You know, somebody in a car could. I just like I stay out of these big piles of people. I don't like this. This is where, this is where nutbags want to do their work. Nutbags love groups, love them. So yeah, starting the day like that. Sorry, everybody, but starting the day like that is good morning this morning. Yeah, good morning this morning. But that's what we're waking up to today. That's crap. So there you go. That's my take on that, and I feel terrible about it. And then worst part is, I had to laugh because. Again, radio does its job beautifully. <clears throat> I'm listening to uh, to the news because, you know, I wake up and try to find out what's going on, get the news on for a second, talking about all this shooting and stuff in Maine. And then I hear, uh, we'll be right back with more on this information in Maine. Uh, 16 dead, scores injured. We'll be right back. Come on down to the Dia de los Muertos Super Weekend. I'm oh, like, geez. oh, my God, the Day of the Dead sale. Oh, my God. Timing! Timing! 
We celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Oh, my God. This guy's screaming about a car party or the Day of the Dead. And I'm like, oh, no. Are we running that spot, too? Next one's $500 cremation. <laughs> right, yeah. Lost a loved one recently. Oh, no. Where's the, we have nice cars, uh, good deals, and uh, we don't need to celebrate the dead in order to sell you a vehicle. Uh, have a nice day. It's, it reminds me of when Kobe Bryant's helicopter went on the side of that hill, and I had to do Caliendo's podcast. That's my favorite moment in, because uh, I've been there. When 9-11 happened and our boss calls, why are you running the commercials? I'm like, I don't know, Labor Day spots right now? It's the after Labor Day super sale. We're crashing and burning. and wait. Oh, no, we can't run this. <laughs> don't miss them. <laughs> it's from those spots. I'm not doing makeups. I'm like, oh, God. Hit the button to run commercials in the middle of 9-11. But I remember Kobe's helicopter went to the side of the mountain, and I was listening to, because uh, it was Super Bowl week. It had just started, and I was driving to Caliendo's house to do the podcast, and uh, the guys on there were like, man, we're supposed to be talking about the Super Bowl. And, just you know, Kobe's taking over, and this is terrible, terrible news. Uh, nothing good about this, and it's just all bad. And we're going to try to get back on track, but it's just all bad. And the co-host is like, yeah, man, it does seem that way. It's all bad. But not everything's bad because you can still say fifteen percent on your insurance when you start. I'm like, oh my god, he did the billboard. He still wow. did. The, he still. He didn't that's know what a, to do. That's a professional, right yes, there, yes, sir. That was the dude who's sitting there going. Five minutes before the hour, the Geico sponsor. Get to read it. Get to read it. That tops a deep dry. That was the world completely. Uh, that and I and I was a, and I was like really like Jesus. And I'm not even like a super Kobe fan, but you don't root for people to croak. Yeah. And I was like, this is a terrible situation. What a terrible tragedy. Roberto Clemente style. Like, this is just an awful thing. His daughter and the other people in there. But I can't say 15% of my insurance when I switch or bundle. I mean, <laughs> right there on Elliot and the I-10, I just started laughing. Like, that's brutal. But I laughed for 20 minutes, and then they did it again this morning. We'll be right back with more terrible, terrible news about this shooting. Dia de los Muertos, cars and everything must go. I'm in a pickle. Yeah, it wasn't him, but it, it sure seemed a little too hyper about the dead to run it out of the first uh, the first spot in the break. That's why we have Shane Orlando in our first spot in the break. Like, all right, everybody, just calm down. <laughs> he's, he's, nobody's nobody's getting all fired up over Shane. He's great though. Uh, anyway, six eighteen. Let's get a wake up song and try to shake this off. And if you feel like you should be in a long coat, get in a long coat. Remember, uh, I did a long coat once when that one dude that was a listener of ours. Got trapped up in that Channel 10 online sting. Yeah. And then he gives me a call. Well, my neighbors called me and said, there's a bunch of stuff in your driveway. And I was out of town. They were like clothes laying all over the driveway. And I'm like, what? He decorated my driveway with the uh, stuff. He was going crazy because he was on the else? news. Well, he's, uh, this dude was on the news. He had uh, been on a, a, a website that was... Uh, uh, not uh, well. It was underage. There were like fifteen-year-old people saying, uh, "Meet me at the mall," and he showed up. And you can't arrest him because he hadn't done anything. But they took pictures and they booked him and all that. So he's on the news. He was a center punch. We're like, we know that guy. And then it became a thing. And then uh, you know, for a couple. So I get these messages from him, uh, and I get a message uh, that says, "You know, you've been a good person to me. I always appreciate this." And I'm like, "Oh, this is a goodbye." And I called the Looney Tune place. And I sent him over to his house, and what they do is a wellness check. Yeah. 
And uh, they went over there and they said, he seems all right. I'm like, yeah, but he's saying this kind of stuff. Yeah, we'll be all right. Then he calls me and says, thanks. Because it took all it took was getting the Looney Tunes guy at his door going, oh, you're acting a little bit goofy. Uh, you're right. you wear extra large. Uh, yeah, we yeah, got you. <laughs> <laughs> On a hanger. What's it behind you? Don't weeks, worry about right? it. I just said sometimes I do costume changes. They didn't take him away. He ended up going away for a little bit. Yeah. Not for, but you just like to sit out. Because, I mean, his whole life just collapsed in like five minutes from something really stupid and weird. He was just a, we knew him through the show. He was just a listener in the show. Is he normal again? I, I don't know. But I've called Looney Tune people. It was a Looney Tune moment. I can't imagine what that guy was going through on either end. He needed a Looney Tune time. You don't just let him drift off and go, well, he's just having a rough day. Oh, we're all having a rough day because he might go nuts. So, yeah, if you got somebody you know, eh, we need the Looney, we need the 5150 hotline. I think Brady's right. Just dial her up. Give us that wake-up song. Maybe something off of 5150. Uh, 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.